So you've got five. So there's a middle child in there somewhere. I've got three, a six, four, and one-year-old. And I've always, I've always heard about this middle child syndrome, and we're experiencing it some. Do you have any <laughs> tips with uh, how to deal with uh, middle child syndrome and you know make them feel valued? You know. Yeah. No. I, I think my so my middle child is Sophia, and she's um, she's 13 years old, and she's already a pistol and pretty passionate and got a lot of energy and and fire in her belly. And, and yeah, so I think there's two things in this regard. Um, you know, the middle child from the perspective of the parents, and then there's the middle child in perspective to the other siblings. And so she, I think there is a tendency for, you know, because she's the middle child for these kind of the older click and the younger click to develop within the family, um, especially with five kids, you know, the, the two youngest kind of pal around together and the two oldest kind of uh, really relate to each other pretty well. And then she's kind of left kind of either ebbing and flowing between the older, older group and the younger group, depending upon, you know, the activity that's going on. And, and um, I think that's hard for her because I think there are times where she wants to be included in the older, but then she's also wants to be included in the younger. Um, so trying to kind of mediate that is, has been a very challenging thing from a, from a parental perspective, like letting her know that, um, you know, she's valued in both groups or in both on both ends of the spectrum. Um, it's kind of, I think, hard for her to understand. Um, but as far as like from a parenting standpoint, uh, as far as I'm her parent and my wife is her parent, we, we try to do this thing where, where we'll call it, we call it, you know, mommy, daddy, Sophie time or mommy, daddy, Nolan time, whatever, mommy, daddy, Bella time. And it's like a really juvenile phrase and we kind of have fun with it. But um, we try to make sure that, you know, there are times of the week where we're just taking her and going with her, um, either one of us or both of us together, and having almost like a date where we, um, even if it's just to a, you know, a, a store to walk around or, and just chat or to go grab a, a cookie or, I don't know, ice cream, we, we try to make a point of making all of our kids feel special in that regard. And, and she's, she's mentioned to me before how much she loves, you know, mommy, daddy, Sophie time, um, because it it helps her feel like she's not just kind of floating in the middle of this sea of kids in the family. And, and um, so it has, it, it does, it does have an impact. And, and I still haven't figured out the best way to traverse how to kind of help her feel like she's part of the, you know, the older group and the younger group at the same time, regardless of her you know station within the family unit. So um, any suggestions are welcome in that regard. That's a good one. I mean, we, we had uh, Jesse Itzler on the show and he's got four kids under 10 and that was his dad tip. Schedule one-on-one -on -one time with your kids. He's like, they crave it, they need it. And it's good for you too. So we started doing it too. It's me. I'll take one and my wife will take a lot of divide and conquering going on here. Right. Yeah. I listen. I listened to that and I totally agree. Like scheduling the time and um, sometimes it's impromptu, you know, but most of the time it's like, Hey, this Wednesday, when you don't have dance, let's go grab ice cream and chat and see how, you know, I just want to see how you're doing. Uh, talk to you. I haven't talked to you for a few days or whatever. And, and it's been good. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Very wise words. 